1: what's up what's going on it's another episode of dx daily i am one of your lovely sober on this 420 host Asia sky and i'm your other sober host adub all right (laughs) let's talk about who we have joining us today adub of course this podcast is brought to you by hip-hop dx and it's where we keep you up to date on everything hip-hop music culture this person knows a lot about that this is somebody that is definitely qualified to be chiming in on these topics he's more qualified than us honestly He's been doing it like 10 years, a decade, over a decade. You know him from Ridiculousness on MTV. He's got a podcast, Wine and Weed, various business ventures, and now he's venturing into music. We got SteeLo Brim on the podcast.
2: Yeah, 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 thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I've been a hip hop DX fan since like, I'll say since like 03. Wow. So okay. yeah, yeah, so like when they was like, yo, you want to do Hip Hop DX? I was like, you know, I got to because I've been a fan for forever.
1: Come on, man. You've been rocking with us the long way. Yeah, for sure. Well, since we are recording this podcast on 420, you have a podcast called Wine and Weed. You know we have to ask you, how are you celebrating this holiday?
2: Uh, I didn't know it was a real holiday. That's my <laughs> biggest problem with like 420 is that, like I definitely smoke. uh Fuck with it, but I'm I'm not the person that's like, let's celebrate this holiday. Cause you know, holidays to me it like gotta be really special. And I feel like I don't know if I could just celebrate weed like that when there's still people locked up and all that kind of stuff, but I smoke with the homies, you know. Okay. I'll see you later.
1: So so yeah. no no 420 wine and weed episode is what you're telling us.
2: We already dropped the 420 wine and weed episode. Uh, we definitely smoked. We didn't We didn't do any drinking this week, uh, which was cool. But uh, <laughs> I just, yeah, I can't get it to like the big party for 420 roll up. I, <laughs> I wish. I go to somebody else's party. I just can't throw it.
1: Mm. Okay. I mean, I'm not a big smoker. So, you know, I just, I just, you know, I, I am festive with the people who are festive with it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we give, I was checking your Instagram and like every post had like a joint, a blunt. And I was
0: like, I would expect you went all out today. But it's interesting to be like, you know, taking a chill today. I'm
2: not, it's not like, I'm not the person always joking and say like all of the stuff I do is I'm a, I'm a casual connoisseur. Okay. I'm a, I'm a person that like, I cares about the I care about things. I respect them, but I'll never try to get into like me being like, Oh, trust me. I'm an expert on all of this. There's too much energy. And and when we put our 10,000 hours into things, you know, I'm not choosing weed to put my 10,000 hours into. It's just my you know, I'm just intentional with what I do. So like for me, yeah, I rock with weed is great. You know, it allows me to be more creative and help me in a lot of different ways. But I'm not the person that's like, yeah, let's set it all out. It's a big party in my shit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: understood understood all right well let's go ahead and jump into this first story because this was a crazy one i was not expecting this today so you know asap rocky and rihanna they have been living their best life we've been seeing them everywhere they were just in barbados earlier this week and as soon as they got back i mean while they were at lax asap rocky was arrested and detained he's been arrested for assault with a deadly weapon This is crazy.
0: This
2: is insane. I I don't know where this case is coming from. Like, I didn't I didn't see anything up until this point that was like, oh, ASAP's got some charges or something pending. Like, we'll see what happens. So for them just to arrest him after all this, uh, is one thing out another for him right now. So
0: yeah, like he's dealing with the little cheating rumors, but that's then been debunked. They go to Barbados. I thought Rihanna was gonna Barbados to have the baby, but I guess they're back. In LAX, according to this report, and they're saying that why he was arrested was back in November of 2021, was something happened where a victim is saying that ASAP Rocky and two of his friends rolled up on him on the street and just shot him three or four times, is what the victim is saying. So it's very strange, like, is there more details about this? But that's why they're saying that A$AP got locked up or well, rested today. So, that's sounds know.
2: crazy as hell. Like,
0: <laughs> I was going
2: to say. <laughs> crazy as hell. Like, I mean, I'm cool with Rocky, too. i Rocky. It just sounds like, you know, when you reach a certain level and you make it to a certain point, I don't just see ASAP being like, you know, no, I want to try to put ASAP like he ain't a, a real nigga, but, like, I don't see ASAP just pulling up and being like, let's shoot this nigga and no consequences are going to come from it. So like, you know, we'll we'll see more about this story and more details, but for right now, in my head, my dog innocent.
1: We calling cap, man. We calling cap. I was about to say, are y'all gonna say it, or am I gonna have to say it? It's looking like a railroad at this point. It's looking like a hit job at this point because you gotta think. ASAP Rocky has been through like several different things in these past in these past couple of years. Like even from getting locked up abroad, Donald Trump had to free him. Then he came back. They threw the cheater rumors on him. Now they throw in the basically attempted. Well, they said assault with a deadly weapon. But if you saying somebody shot at you, to me, they're attempting to kill. You. So now yeah. you're trying to say asap Rocky attempted to kill somebody. Like I just, I I don't know if that was the space that he's in, like with the new baby on the way and everything yeah. like that. Like it just doesn't seem likely to me.
2: They ain't mm-hmm. even say like it escalated or like it started somewhere else and ended here. <laughs> it was just like, nah, i was just cruising. It was like
1: that. The him, right there, you just <laughs> walked him down for no reason, right? All right, yeah no okay so we're going with don't believe this one all right <laughs> well let's move it on to the next story because you know kendrick lamar just announced his upcoming album mr morale and the big steppers and now that he's got everybody hype about the album he's kind of teasing a new song on the way too right a dub yes yeah, so people noticed when they went to uh okay llama
0: that there was a site or a page dedicated to and it says like the heart and we know kendrick lamar has the heart one, two, three, and four. So people are like, is the next song he's going to drop the heart part five? So you know how the internet go, and they speculate and they go into everybody's tweets and websites. That's what they're thinking is going on with Kendrick Lamar dropping the heart part five before he drops the album on May thirteenth. But yeah. do we think he is? What you think?
2: We can't just wait till May thirteenth. Like I mean, I feel like <laughs> we. No, I'm just saying, like, I feel like people be like, so speculating and reading to every little thing and they will take themselves on a wild goose chase and be like, I think cause fam put two periods at the end. That means that it's going to be two. Like, you're like, fam, you don't know what that means. That man could have been drunk and made a mistake or whatever it is. Uh, I just, I'm a big Kendrick fan, so I'm just, I'm excited to just see him dropping something again. I know it's going to be his last project on TDE. And uh, I'm excited to see what he got, you know?
1: Yeah, I was going to ask, do you think that this late, uh, this latest album is going to measure up to a Dam or a tour to Pimp a Butterfly, a Section 80, whatever the case, Good Kid, Mad City? Like, do we see another classic coming from Kendrick? Because the, I mean, the expectations is high.
2: For me, Kendrick has given us nothing but really classics. So, like, for me, my expectations are going to continue to be high as long as he don't give us anything that's not that. So, we haven't had a project since Dam was in 2017. So I'm just excited. I think it's going to be a classic. I think that those dudes are just innovative. They're amazing. He's always like truly just growing as an artist right in front of us, testing with things out, Uh, 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 still playing with his voice, all those things that you look for, like out of of the goats. And uh, yeah, shout out to Kendrick and Dave Free, Dave Free. Yeah, I know those dudes are like, they're brilliant yeah
1: no thematically Kendrick gives us something just different every time like game changing every time honestly and then even with the title of this Mr. Morale and the big steppers like that sounds like a juxtaposition in itself like what does that mean having morale versus being a big stepper like I see I see kind of see where he's going with it already I have my theories on it but good to know that everyone here is excited about this new Kendrick album now. This is real
2: art, though. This is real yeah. art. You know, I like to hear us break this down and talk about this. Like, this. I'm not sure that every artist has its effect on people like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, certain artists drop their titles or whatever. You just like, cool. I love that Kendrick have us damn near doing book reports and cliff notes <laughs> and us being like, hey, what does this thing mean? Is there a simile in this? Yeah, I just I love that like us as a people are just appreciating the real art and the real artists that we have
1: left. Exactly. Now, speaking of more new music that people are excited about, Stilo, it seems like you just came out of nowhere and jumped wow. into the music scene. Like, what, what made you even say, listen, I'm going to make a, a, a full-length project. I'm going to really jump into this head first because, like I said, I, I knew you from all of the various shows and projects you had going on, but I didn't know that you were actually an artist. So mm-hmm. for everybody that's just getting hip onto your music, how did that even begin?
2: Uh, I didn't jump into it like, Hey, at first being like, Oh, I'm going to do a music project and I'm going to put an album out and I'm going to do all this. Uh, I started with my therapist just being like, you know, try to complete something that you uh, always wanted to or something that you just like you've left a void or a hole in your life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Well, I've been doing ridiculousness for 10 years, the like A&R before ridiculousness. Uh, so I was already working in music. That's why I came to LA for So that was kind of like my passion, my dream. Uh, since then I've, I've I did Creed II, I EP Creed II's soundtrack. I've worked in various projects here and now, Jump in and like, highlight some of the homies or, or put some stuff together. But for the most part, I haven't really dove back into music until this past year. And I just thought like, you know what? nothing I enjoy more than in any industry is ruffling feathers or reinventing yourself. And I was just like, yo, you know what? Like I'm a creative. I think I'm a cool ass nigga. Uh, Let me go ahead and try to um, put some things together that could truly just help amplify and broaden my voice And, 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 you know, and to just encourage others to be like, yo, People will project on us at all times about different fears they have and different things they don't think you should do. Oh, man, this nigga having a midlife crisis. What's going on with him? Why is he doing this? All that good shit. And then you're like, yo, I'm doing all this for me. I'm doing this to fulfill myself. We got one life that we live. And not to be preachy or cliche, but we got one life that we live. I'm going to do everything I fucking want to do. You know what I'm saying? It's like (laughs) I got one life. I might as well live in my purpose and live in my truth.
1: Oh, and it seems like you really are doing that on this this project. El Dorado Excursions. You got Fab yeah. up there, you got Dej Loaf up there, BJ the Chicago kid, um, several yeah. dope artists that we already know and love. Tell us just more about the project itself. How did it all how it all came together, some of your favorite joints off of it, all of that. Let's dive in.
2: Uh, you know what it is? Like, I ain't even giving myself a real chance to like I'm happy that you keep saying project because I haven't given myself a chance to really make an album because uh, I know as a former a r what it takes to really dive in and make an album. The, the sessions and the camaraderie and the chemistry that it takes in certain things. I didn't give myself that fair shot just yet. These are just beats from the homies that I know that I was like, yo, I'm at the crib cooking now. Let me try to make some different things and this and uh, we landed on here. The storytelling in it is my dad had an El Dorado an old school Cadillac, El when I was a kid, and it was like, uh, to me, it was a couple things. It was like, you know, Cadillacs at that time and, and black men in general in big cities symbolized success to me, even though we weren't doing well, we was in the hood. I still was like, damn, my dad got Cadillac crazy. Uh, and then also in that Cadillac, uh, I remember he had a six CD changer, and, uh. And you know he just had a decent rotation where I truly like was introduced to a lot of the sounds and and he curated kind of a playlist within that car and I kind of wanted to take those tones and those you know those elements and and put them into the DNA of this project and being like I well these different samples this was inspired by this my love I got with buddy and used uh, my first love. Sample from Avon and Kiki. White, you know different things. I was just like, I right, well, h- you know, how can you help tell your story and, and truly get across who you are and give people a feel for who you are. And I didn't want to come out and try to do nothing that like everybody else was doing already. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, I feel like there's enough cool niggas in rap. I feel like <laughs> everybody is coming out trying to be exactly what they see. They're emulating the next person. They're like, hi, hey, you get on from this formula or you get on from this thing. Now I know it's a privilege also for me to be able to create what I want. But I was like. I joked that I was gonna call it a project. Anybody asked for that? Cause anybody asked for this shit. So if I'm gonna do it, <laughs> but if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it the way I want to do it, and and what I want to hear, and what you know re, uh, resonates with me, and makes me feel like you know what, this is some smooth shit. I would ride to this. Some shit I roll up to. This some I feel a certain way to. Versus you know, all the shit we hear all the time.
0: That's interesting you say that because it kind of puts into another question of like, you know, some artists, they strive for the Grammy, they strive to get on radio. But it sounds like to us, it's just simply because you love music, you love putting it together, you love creating this these sounds. So do you expect it to go like platinum or diamond? Like what's like the goals for <laughs> your music for this?
2: Uh, hell no. Uh, but, (laughs) uh, my, my goals for it is, you know, I've already reached, you know, anything we do in life, you know, you should set goals for it and tell yourself what success looks like coming from it. I've already been successful, quote unquote, in this process because I released it and that and that was a whole bunch of work for me just to you know just to start was like oh yo i really gotta put this together this is an independent project i have to do the heavy lifting i have to make sure i'm working the dsps i'm trying to get playlists to do i'm doing all this stuff you know what i'm saying i have a very small team so it's like for me that's already success you know and as i continue to add in later on this isn't you know i ain't gonna front act like this is my full-on job i i Like you said, I invest and do so many other things I don't talk about and I don't care to necessarily be like, this is what I'm doing. Here's my portfolio. Uh, (laughs) But but to me, I was just like, yo, if I can put this thing out, if I can get people to listen, even in the slightest, it it, it allows me just to add another layer and to be able to create more. And I, I want to ultimately be able to be a house or a place that people can at least feel like, yo, I don't know film that well, but I know the things that he's put out at least in this time have been quality. You know, even if, cause I know it may take time for people to catch up to me even doing music and you know what I'm saying? And then once they, you know, hear me, it takes time for them to be able to digest it and be like, do I care to the, the nigga who control, the remote control and ridiculousness <laughs> is, is dropping music. Do I care? You know, all of that is a process and educating and being this, so like, for me, as I see hundreds of thousands of streams, and I'm getting streams, I'm like, damn, nigga, this is success, uh, and, and you know, I'm ready for whatever else I create next after this.
1: Mm -hmm. Wow. And you briefly touched on how you have so many different things going on. So we'll talk about that a little bit more. But I do want to talk about the My Love record with Aaron Ray and Buddy, where you do sample Avant, My First Love. Like that sample caught me immediately. Like it draws you in on the record. And then just the whole vibe of it. it is very like rooftop sipping, sipping your favorite drink or whatever it is, hanging out with your girls. Like just a very nice spring, summertime, kick it vibe. Um, mm-hmm. so I like that about it, but the Avant sample made me think, all right, so who are some of your musical influences? I see you got the lock shirt on right now. You got the Avant <laughs> sample, like take us, take us back to the Stilo musical influences.
2: There are too many to be like, yo, these are the, but like, no, I mean, uh, all of the ones you would expect, I guess we just touched on Kendrick, uh. Like Kanye was obviously Kanye, me growing up in Chicago, Kanye and the unspoken uh, or the infamous and horrible R. Kelly mm, was left. something that we grew up on, you know, because R&B was in the DNA of Chicago. Uh, even when we dropped, when rappers came out, they were very soulful. Uh, you know, he has Kanye brought samples in every record he produced. Twista had an R&B feel to him and he was a, a chubby nigga <laughs> from the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like every, everything, it still has that that that, that soul in it. So, uh, I think, yeah, the Izzy brothers, it's a whole bunch of like, you know, if I'm just trying to like, I don't know, Sminos dope, I fuck with Spino, I'm trying to think of who out here just like doing shit. I love Buddy. I've been a Buddy fan for a minute. Uh, so I wanted to work with him on this project. So I was happy to actually get one with him. And I love his verse on the actual project. It's it's such a catching me on one. That I'm trying to think of who is like my <laughs> inspiration, but that's not too cliche and being like Michael Jackson for real. You know? Right.
1: Like, no, like who really? Is,
2: Definitely inspirations for me, but I'm trying to think of Teddy P is one of my favorite singers. Teddy mm-hmm. Hill is one of my favorite singers. Yeah. Uh, my dad used to lie to me and say that Sam Cooke was our cousin, so uh <laughs> I used to listen to Sam Cooke all the time. I love Sam Cooke. But Ain't nobody always- touching
1: Donnie though. Donnie, that that's my guy. Donnie's your guy. Donnie's my guy. Yeah,
2: I, I'm a
1: I'm a Layla fan as well. Oh yeah,
2: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, nah, I mean, yeah, I'm all over wherever it's soul, wherever it's peace. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's why I, I like I like peace.
1: Okay. Let's talk about another track on the on the project then, Uncle Elroy. Because I know yeah. that you you do call yourself that in your AKAs on the podcast, Uncle Elroy. Yeah. So, is that a Friday reference or is that somebody... Do you have a real Uncle Elroy? Like, where does that stem from, first of all?
2: That's definitely a Friday reference. That's okay, just that's making
1: a, sure. You might be a, like, oh yeah, my great uncle that raised me, name was nah, Elroy. No,
2: no I'm DC Curry too. I think he actually from Chicago, but he played Uncle Elroy in next Friday. But, uh... Yeah, it's definitely a reference on that. I just feel like Uncle Elroy was uh, was me. It's a joke, but it's, it was me. He's like a hood rich, a nigga, but you also like escaped the hood. You wearing silks, you smoking weed. You you got your little chick, you feel like you're getting... I just joke about his DNA. He was tacky as hell. But I joke about who he was and, and, and him being uh, such a huge figure to me in Black uh, cinematic history. But uh, that's definitely where it came from. I felt the tones of that record, shout out to Justice Lee, they produced it. I felt the tones of that record felt very, uh, you know, smooth and, and silkish. So I was like, yo, I might as well tie back into at least the small audience that I have on the podcast already and being like, you know me for this. Let me go ahead and just tie, you know, c- continue to brand and weaving it.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, since we're on the topic of Friday series uh, and the whole Uncle Elroy tie-in, um, yeah. I think it's time to tell some hard truths. Um okay. I don't know if if you know this this hard truth, but I feel like everybody should know it that Friday after next is the funniest Friday, like okay. hands down, hands that is down.
2: Sure. That is your truth.
1: That is my my truth. I will sing it from the mountaintops. I feel like it's a hard pill for people to swallow because we love the original so much. And it's such a classic. But like after next man, what Mike Epps did in that movie, what, what everybody did in that movie. It's just like there was not a non funny moment in that movie for me
2: the funniest part is I'm I'm not even against you saying that my favorite is next Friday. It's not Friday. People always be like, yo, Friday this I'm like, Friday was a good movie. It was, it was, it was a really good movie. But next Friday to me, yeah, it was, it was more, it was more funny to me. It was just more funny. It was more ignorant, more this. And we got introduced to to Mike Epps in that one. And I was like, yo, this is hilarious. And I, you know, I just, I like that one because, again, Uncle Elroy was a big character in it as well. Mm-hmm. So it just, for me, is like, I thought D.C. Curry was such a standout in the film that next Friday, for me, is is one of them ones.
0: Well, since we've seen all the Fridays and there was talks about, you know, they were trying to make another one or get them together, would you have been here for it if everybody was still here and things like that? Would you have wanted to see more Friday series or do you think the three is just leave it at the three? I don't know,
2: man. I don't know if we can ever <laughs> leave you alone or people ever care you know, they say if it's don't broke, don't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But people so often wanna reboot things and bring I ain't we ain't, I ain't on bad boys three, but <laughs> oh, we know man. we got that shit. So You know, for me, it's like, do I, do I want for, I don't know what the premise is. I don't know what the plot is. I don't know who's writing it. I don't know who's attached. And I know it sounds like some super entertainment industry shit to be saying, but like that shit matters. Yeah. Uh, If you come, if you gonna be a good story and being like, why touch this, this franchise, unless there is something left to set. Again, intentional, being intentional not, you know, if it's a easy money grab, and, and and them dudes want that money. I support all them black dudes going back and get that bread. Since so a lot of them today didn't get paid on the first one either. Oh, but yeah. if this is like, oh, we ain't even care about the money. There's more to this story. I would love to know what the story
0: is. We mm-hmm. are
1: in the era of the reboot. Uh I'm not here for most of them, but I think some can be done right, depending on who's all involved. So I yeah, I, I agree. What's now, your favorite reboot? My favorite reboot. It might it might have to be no. I'm gonna go with Wonder Years. The black the well, no it's not word. called the Black Wonder Years, but the Black Wonder Years. <laughs> we call it. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good so far. So I, in recent times, probably that one. If they were going to bring anything back, though, my vote would be for Living Single because I think that can be brought back in a in a great way. That's dope. I, think, I like Living I Single, go for too. for Living that's Single. That's, one of, that's my tie for my number one favorite show of all time. Living Single really? and Jamie Foxx show. Top two okay. for me. Good choices. Tie uh-huh. for number one. Yeah, every episode, like I could recite Jamie Foxx show episodes like the back of my hand in fourth grade.
2: So many good black shows back then that just, you know, kind of ran for a good five, 10 years. It's called what? UPN, Underpaid Negroes. (laughs) uh, Always, you know, some dope uh, TV shows. Jamie Foxx was one of my favorites, too people sleep on it
1: underrated criminally they
2: sleep on it, they sleep on it. Yeah, yeah that's a really good one
1: criminally underrated and then um you have uh garcelle bouvet who played fancy she's having a yeah. resurgence in her her career right now uh mm-hmm. she's everywhere real housewives all of that anyway we're going out way off on a tangent that's why i
2: do on my podcast <laughs> i just be <keep> losing track
1: <laughs> back to you though because like we 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 see what you're doing in the music space but we can't neglect that you've been killing the podcast space for years now too like, some of the yeah. um, recent guests on Wine and Weed, like, and I catch up on it, not because you you were going to be on our podcast, but I typically do ch- uh, catch up on it now and again. Like, I, I'm i a podcast junkie, so I watch and listen to everybody's podcast, anything like uh, music, sir. black culture, everything. So, um, some of your recent guests, Lenny S., Jamel Hill, Mario, Tiana Taylor, uh, just a few of the recent ones I uh, tapped into a little bit. Who would you say was your best Wine and Weed guest?
2: Our oh, best wine week guess. Oh, um, I'm trying to think of like an episode that I was like, Yeah, that's really. Uh, I think Quinta Brunson was really good, who has Abbott Elementary right now. I love Quinta. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Sam J is great. Uh, one of my really good friends. So Sam is hilarious on it. I'm trying to think who just like I got Robert you. Man. Dick, I want to say it just because Robbie Deck was really good on the show. Like, he gave a whole bunch of like little stories. That I was like, Oh. This is cool cause we're gonna do some ridiculous things. But um, yeah, I say yeah, Quinta, Michael B. Jordan was good. That was uh, my
1: favorite. That was my favorite, yeah. Michael
2: <laughs> B. Jordan. Yeah, we, yeah.
1: Just cause, no, like you guys, the variety of topics you guys covered on that episode was just like, I, I like when I feel like I'm lear- actively learning when I'm listening to a podcast, even though I'm being entertained, like when I feel like I'm yeah. actively learning something too or something I can walk away with, then you know, that those are the ones that are like, oh, okay. These are top tier for me.
2: Yeah, that's the whole point of the show. I mean, when we got together uh, to do it, me and Chris Ronikker, shout out to Chris Reininger, Um, it was just about like having, you know, we were writing another show, a TV show that we ended up selling. Um, we were having all these conversations with each other, you know, and he's a white dude, and he's like the purest of white dudes, Mwah! purest <laughs> of white dudes. I love him, and we uh, just having these combos about America and different, you know, different DNAs and different things in, the, uh, in this country and how we could like really help solve or, or, or what we could do with this. What's the actionable item for this thing? We were just like, yo, you know, we need to be having these convos with other people as well. Like how can we um, put together some kind of outlet or platform where we can have some of these tough, quote unquote conversations with each other, even if we don't look like each other, even if we grew up in different places and we don't agree. It's about understanding one another. So you know, I think that's what we try to accomplish and we do it all while smoking weed and drinking wine so yeah. that people don't take us too serious. So you're not like being like the journalist said this. It's like we just <laughs> niggas it's getting hot. <laughs> But, I, <laughs> but yeah, we, we, we try to I mean, I'm learning on the show all the time. We we go over topics, we go over different things. And I'm like, shit, this is a great combo. We should be having these combos with like this. So I'm happy that it has that effect the effect that we want people for it to have on people.
1: Fire. <laughs> gotta tap it up for that. Gotta, get, gotta, gotta hit the applause button for that.
2: I didn't know we had that. <laughs> yeah, me We got call. sound
1: effects over here, baby. Yeah, we didn't got
2: that on our show. I wish. <laughs> oh,
1: snap. <laughs> lastly we got to talk about this major deal you closed last year man the first look with paramount plus mtv studios what tell us about that
2: uh just been at paramount or or at viacom for 10 plus years as you was there earlier doing ridiculousness (laughs) uh it was kind of a no-brainer and just expanding for so long i had kind of stopped myself from doing other things because i was just so worried about my voice i was after ridiculousness, you know, like you don't get to really be whoever I am on the show. That's not the platform for that. I'm there for a job. So um, just wanted to like make sure creatively Um, I could, you know, come to Paramount and just tell them the actual direction, which I wanted to create and things I wanted to do and make sure I amplify, you know, people of color voices, specifically Black voices and being like, hey, if I can't tell the story purely, making sure I'm amplifying the youth voice and being like, all right, well, who is really telling these stories? So uh, everything that I'm, I'm, I'm touching right now and that we're developing right now. It's definitely stuff that I believe uh, will make people proud and be like, yo, you know what? I didn't know if he was just doing the remote control thing that I like. Him. <laughs> but I like him.
1: Amazing, man. Well, if y'all hiring, yeah, <laughs> yeah. your girls, your girls are right here. Y'all, see y'all, <laughs> you he right here. <laughs> but no man oh my gosh there's so much more we could touch on with you stilo um but we got two minutes left on the recording so we're gonna gonna wrap this thing up any other projects you have going on um quickly that you want people to know about let people know where they can find you and where they can find the music
2: uh yeah on all socials i'm just stilo brim that's s-t-e-e-l-o-b-r-i-m and then the music is the project is called Dorado excursions that's gonna be on Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. I got like four videos I've dropped already on YouTube. I got a fifth coming soon. So yeah, just just you know, keep watching out for them, The
1: work, the work is being put in, man. You got you got more content out than some of these rappers right now that are complaining about bigger artists not doing features with them and who won't work with them and this and that. So uh, we're glad to see it. We're going to continue to support it. We're going to uh, continue to r- watch ridiculousness at any and all times of, of, of course the day so when it's on. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it. And, and we're going to uh, look forward to seeing what you do next, Steelo. Thank you for joining us on DX Daily. I'm That's Asia right. Sky. I'm, I'm A-Dub.
2: I guess I'm Stilo Brim. I appreciate you guys.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, man. It's DX Daily.